Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Word of God. We're looking at the Bible in order to better follow Christ, to see what message God has given us, how best to be His people. We are working our way through 1 John. This is a letter the Apostle John wrote late in the first century. And this is episode 28, and we're looking at 1 John chapter 3 verses 21 to 23. Let's read the passage. Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive whatever we ask from him because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. Now this is his command, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he commanded us. He's using this terminology about our hearts condemning us. We looked at that last time. He made the case that our hearts might condemn us. Why? Well, John's given us a pretty tall order, pretty hard set of standards to follow. And if we look at all the things that John says, if you are a follower of Christ, then you'll do this. And if you do that, then you're probably not a follower of Christ. Really look at it hard, then look within ourselves. We may be asking, wow, do I meet these standards? And for most of us, the answer is not really, not completely. And that's where our hearts would condemn us. And we would say, well, maybe I'm not a follower of Christ. Maybe I don't have a relationship with God. The message last time was, well, it's not up to you. It's up to God. And if you have gone to God in faith, what Jesus did on the cross, confessed your sin, repented of sin, and ask for forgiveness, then God has forgiven you and adopted you as his child. That's God's decision, not your decision. And God's greater than us. He's the one that determines our relationship. Now, our relationship can be healthy. Our relationship may be unhealthy. And that's part of the challenge here. So when our hearts condemn us, well, the real issue is what's God's position on this? Well, now he says, okay, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God. Well, why would our hearts not condemn us? Well, if we're confident in our relationship with God, if we're confident that we're followers of Christ, if we're sure of that, we have confidence. Now, this word that gets translated as confidence, most times that it occurs in the New Testament, it's translated as boldness or public. And the the idea being bold in a public way, usually related to speech. So because in verse 22, he specifically talks about prayer, the point he's making here, if we are sure of our relationship with God, if we are confident in our relationship with God, then we can boldly go to God in prayer. So he says, dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, that is, we are certain of our relationship with God, we're certain that we're followers of Christ, then we need to have a confidence, a boldness to go to God. Then in verse 22, he says, and receive whatever we ask from him. Now, is this a, a promise that anything we ask God, he will give us? Well, there's other places in the, the New Testament where Jesus says things like that. Anything you ask me of faith, I will grant you. Well, let's look in the context here. He says that 
have this confidence, boldly go to God, and we will receive whatever we ask from him because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. There's a linkage there. If we are doing what God expects, if we're doing what God wants, then God will grant our requests in prayer. Well, it goes back to the whole thought of the closer I get to God, the more tightly I'm following Christ, then the more my desires match God's desires. And the more I want my desires to match God's desires. And as my desires more closely match God's desires, of course, he is going to grant my desires because his desires are the same as mine. So the closer I walk with Christ, the more my attitude changes, the more the the desires of my heart change. And I want what God wants. And so, of course, he's going to grant what I want. Now, is this a, a reward for hard work? If we do what's pleasing in his sight, he'll give us what we want? Well, we have to ask a question here. What does he want? He says, if we do what is pleasing in his sight, what is pleasing in his sight? Well, he answers that in verse 23. He says, now, this is his command, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he commanded us. So we want to know, what has God commanded us to do? Here is the answer. Two things, believe and love. Now, not just believe anything. Believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. Now, that's a, more than just a intellectual agreement or a belief in a fact. Believe is the exercise of faith. Faith is trusting God, trusting what God has said enough to act on it. Now, throughout the, the beginning part of John's letter, he's made these claims of, if you are a follower of Christ, then you will be following Christ. And the implication is here, believing in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, is more than just, oh yes, I believe Jesus is the Savior, and I believe Jesus can save me. But it's believing in him enough to follow him. Believe in who he is. Believe in what he said. And if I really believe what he said, then I'm going to do what he said. So there's an implication that it's more than just faith. It's faith that's being acted upon. And that's been John's challenge so far. You say you have faith, but I don't see any evidence of your faith. Well, then I question your faith. So believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, is one aspect of this. And true belief is going to play out in actions. And the other is love. Love one another as he commanded us. This has been his challenge of, for the last several sessions we looked at this, is the idea of loving one another. God is love, and as followers of Christ, we are to emulate that. We are to be about love. And primarily, we are to love one another. Love God and love one another. Yes, we are called to love the world, as God loved the world. But we are especially called to love one another. So there's two things together. Believe in the name 
of his son Jesus Christ and love one another, if we are doing that, then we're doing what is pleasing in his sight. And we should then be confident in our relationship with God, which should cause us to be bold in prayer. There's a challenge for us. Are we bold in prayer? Are we praying for things that aren't going to happen apart from the power of God? Are we praying big prayers? Are we praying for God to actually move amongst us? Are we praying for God to move us? Are we praying for one another? Part of loving one another is to pray for one another. So I guess it's a big takeaway here, a big challenge here is, do I pray bold prayers? Do I pray big prayers? And I should, if I'm confident in my relationship with God, and I should have every reason to be confident of my relationship with God, if I actually am walking in faith, following Christ, and loving one another. Let's pray big prayers. Let's pray bold prayers. Prayers that aren't just to make my life easier, but prayers to see God working amongst us to bring about what he wants. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working our way through 1 John.